Hey guys, welcome to Moments with Raquel podcast. I am your host Raquel and once again, it is an absolute pleasure to be talking to you today. I hope you had yourself a good week and you are all staying safe. It's the last Friday in the month of May and we are still keeping strong. Thank you so much for all your support and encouragement and reviews. Okay, you guys are the best. Over the past few weeks, we were on the topic of emotional, mental, and verbal abuse. And thankfully, we are done with that topic, okay? Which is why we're starting a new topic today. And the topic is insecurities. Insecurity on its own is a vast subject. So I would try to be as succinct as possible. It applies to very many different parts of our lives as humans and it can present itself in different forms. There is um, social or societal insecurity which has to do with um, maybe unsafe spaces, unsafe environments, being in danger or the threats or the lack of protection, you know. just what we see in our world today with the whole lot of insecurity going around um before the coming of coronavirus it was bombings and killings well right now we have a new kind of killing which is very racist and that breaks my heart in very many ways but that's not the kind of insecurity we are talking about today we'll be talking about another form of insecurity and this has to do with um a personalized or a personal internalized battle okay and that is what we'll be talking about insecurity as regards to oneself i know for sure that this is not going to be a very easy subject to discuss so i will do the best that i can how does one define insecurities the oxford dictionary defines insecurities as uncertainty or anxiety about oneself or a lack of confidence when a person is not confident in him or herself he or she is said to be insecure we should be careful not to mistake insecurity for timidity that a person feels insecure about himself or herself does not necessarily mean that they are timid insecurity shows up in different ways it could be professionally personally or relationship wise okay but one thing that all these categories have in common is that insecurity in any of these fields can adversely affect you and the people around you. Before I talk about this, let me quickly brush up on the causes of insecurity. Most people feel insecure sometimes, but some people feel insecure most of the time. Okay, I'll take that again. Most people feel insecure sometimes, but some other people feel insecure most of the time. What causes this? Firstly, one's childhood can be held greatly responsible for some of the insecurities that most people suffer. Their past traumas, recent experiences of failure or rejection, loneliness, negative beliefs about yourself, perfectionism, or having a critical parent or partner can all contribute to insecurity. Now, let me paint a picture in our mind. Growing up as a child, let's say you weren't so brilliant. You know, you had poor grades and you were that one student that the rest of the class would always laugh at when the teacher asks you a question in class and you get it wrong. And your classmates will always sing, Olodorabata for you. That's a 
popular song. I mean, for back in the day, that's what they used to sing for uh, the children or the pupils who weren't so bright in class. I'm sure some of you will remember that. Olodorabata. Okay, time and time again, this happens. And then you go back home with your bad report card and your parents call you. Maybe if you're Igbos, you hear things like into volleyball. Or if you're Yorubas, they call you or there, you know, and every dialect in Nigeria, I am sure they have a name that they call a child that's not so bright. But the thing is, gradually, this begins to form a sense of inadequacy in your mind. So even when you're all grown, you still find yourself feeling less than your equals. When your mates are talking, you keep quiet. Not because you're a humble person, but because you're scared of embarrassing yourself or saying the incorrect thing. And sometimes people mistake you for, you know, a quiet or a humble person. Meanwhile, you're just insecure about speaking out for yourself. Another childhood illustration is this. And this affects almost everyone at different points or times in their lives. If you grew up as the fat kid or the skinny kid or the short kid or the tall kid or the fair kid or the dark kid, it inadvertently molds how you see yourself and it is oftentimes negative. And we have nicknames for all these kids, especially here in Nigeria. You know, you hear names like Orobo, Lekpa, Dogo, Toles, Shotsi, Yellow Popo, Kiwi. <laughs> now, this, this particular one is funny. Kiwi. Okay, I'd always been a dark kid. Yeah, like a, a dark girl. So, this is the nickname they use for people who are really dark. Okay, Kiwi. Well, if you grew up around this part of the world, you understand what I'm talking about. Now, these kids grow into the men and women of today. And they are constantly looking for ways to not be recognized or identified by that awful nickname that they had as children, which made them feel insecure. And that is why you see that lady that was dark-skinned in your secondary school, now fairer than Mona Lisa Chinda or Fino. And you're wondering, what the hell happened? You know, or sometimes they just go do some plastic surgery, you know, to have that societal acclaimed hourglass figure. Because that seems to be what society accepts as beautiful. I'm not even going to go into that right now. There are countless things people do to help themselves feel less insecure. And society has not helped much with the stigmatization attached to almost everything. When someone is insecure, it is very difficult to be comfortable in their own skin. It is very difficult for them to be comfortable in their own skin. Hence, they start to seek for validation from anyone and everyone who will give it to them. Or, you know, they by any means necessary get involved in things that will make them feel better about themselves. Unfortunately, though, their choices don't usually lean towards the healthy side. Insecurities lead people into severe struggles with drugs or obsessions with how they look or how they think people perceive them. And this eventually leads to what we call the fake life. Fake life is nothing more than someone covering up their insecurities with what they wished was true. 
the clothes, the shoes, the glams, the phones, the cars, the houses, and you know, these are means to covering up one inadequacy or the other. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that everyone who possesses these things is covering up their insecurity. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it is a tool. Material things are tools that some people use to cover up their insecurities. Also, from some childhoods, sexual abuse or molestations were suffered. Now, this is an awful way to start life. When a child is sexually abused, he or she grows up with a feeling of... You know, I must have done something bad to deserve being raped or molested or the I am not good enough mentality. When these children grow into adults, especially when there was no proper healing from the trauma, they often go through life the same way. And two things can happen. One, they open up to anyone who shows them the tiniest bit of affection. Or two, they become completely closed off that they don't allow anyone get close enough to them. Both ways display a pattern of insecurity. Some of the things that people are insecure about are things they cannot change. Others can be changed, but some cannot really be changed, which is why it is expedient to conquer your insecurities and not let them rule you. By almost everyone's standard, I'm a short girl, okay, standing at a whole five feet, two inches. That's without my high heels, of course. Now, if you laugh, I'm going to come for you. Okay. Now, but if I get insecure about my height, what would I do to fix it? Nothing. There isn't anything I can do about it. So it is best I embrace my height and move on with my life happily. The sad thing, though, is that there is another lady somewhere who is the same height as me and yet would not stop obsessing about being short. Okay, and she's constantly feeling adequate because of course she's short. You know, she wears high heels all day long, all month long, all year long. And that is a major punishment. Trust me, if you wear high heels, you understand just what I'm saying. Wearing heels can be such a torment sometimes. The same goes for being fat or skinny. There are fat people who desperately want to be skinny, which is not an easy fit to begin with. Trust me, I've tried. And then there are skinny people who want to be thick. And in their own way, they are insecure about what their body looks like. People are insecure about some of the most ridiculous things. You'd be surprised. And yes, I'll give you examples of what I'm talking about. Big breast, small breast, big penises small penises, vaginal elasticity, hair color, hair length or texture, big buttocks, small buttocks, flat ass, eyebrows, full beards, scanty beards, bald head, being too hairy, lacking body hairs, small feet, big feet, bulgy tummy, hairy nipples, having facial hairs as as a female, or being hairless as a man, having skinny ankles. Yes, that is a thing. I mean, I remember many years back, I had a friend who asked me why I didn't wear ankle bracelets. And my answer was simple. I have thin ankles. And, well, I really love ankle bracelets, but I can't wear them. And I'm okay with it. 
because the truth is ankle bracelets is more fitting for people who have rather full and fleshy ankles but that's inconsequential for now now other things that people are insecure about include their handwriting their chewing patterns the sound of their laughter their inability to dance or the way they dance family backgrounds financial status in simple terms account balance sexual prowess sexual sounds you know calm voice or expressions sexual stamina too fast ejaculation or too slow ejaculation inability to achieve orgasm as a female and so much more we can go on and on listing numerous things people are insecure about while most of these things are laughable they are greatly responsible for a lot of problems people have with themselves or with their partners or spouses let me talk about insecurity as regards to relationships and sex first of all our insecurities have a way of determining the people we choose to date or marry truth is if we weren't so insecure or hyper conscious of our inadequacies we would most probably make a different choice a lot of relationships are suffering right now because of insecurities suffered by either one or the both parties involved. For instance, a guy who feels his penis is not big enough or a lady who feels her vagina is not tight enough. That has a way of affecting the sex in the relationship and soon enough they're going to start having problems. A girl is ashamed or insecure about her calm face and the guy is ashamed of how he looks when he ejaculates. The guy cannot go more than five minutes and he's done. Meanwhile, the girl hasn't even begun her journey. A guy or the girl farts during sex and they are insecure about it. One thing I mustn't fail to mention is that when people are insecure about something, they are not forthcoming about it. They hide it and act out their insecurities in some other way. Oftentimes, it comes out as aggressive behavior or they withdraw completely. If you want your relationship to survive and thrive, you have to come out with your insecurities. Like you have to out your insecurities to your partner so you can work through it together. This is why it is very important to choose the right partner for you. But that's a story for another day again. It is a given that most females are attracted to taller guys. And that is some bad markets for the short guys. Most guys are attracted to ladies with figure eights, you know, nice boobs, big ass, and the flat stomach kind of girls. So, where does that leave girls with body tummies? Not all girls come during sex. No matter what the guy does, they just cannot achieve orgasm. And this can be a major insecurity problem for them. It gets worse when they now hear other girls talk about how they come every 3-3 minutes and even squirt on top. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Okay, this just reminds me of Cookie. I did not say that. I just used Cookie's voice. Okay, this is a very painful situation. I just made a joke out of it, but it is a painful situation to be in for both the guy and the girl. Now, why the girl feels like a freak for not coming? The guy feels he's wasting his time. This can also be a very big problem. One last thing I would like to talk about today is how a past relationship 
can leave you insecure. Call it a past trauma if you will. And as a matter of fact, this already puts me in a somber mood. Being in a relationship where you were not being treated right has a way of making you feel insecure. How so? One would ask. When you've spent so much time with someone who always treated you poorly and without affection, or if you've ever been dumped, or if you've been with someone who was abusive to you in any way, you start to feel like you're not good enough. You start to question everything about yourself. You know, why wouldn't they love me? Am I not good enough? Am I not beautiful or smart enough? Was I not satisfying enough? Did I not give enough? What is so wrong about me that he or she couldn't or wouldn't love me? So even when you leave this relationship and meet someone new, you are too scared or too jaded to give it a try because you feel inadequate and insecure. And your mind plays tricks on you like, if I was good enough, the other person would have loved me or they would have stayed with me. You know, who, who is to say this new person really loves me anyway? Am I even good enough to be loved? Will he or she see something wrong about me and leave just the same way the other person left? Will they treat me as bad? And, you know, it's easy. The questions, they become endless and taunting. And insecurity just festers all the more. This is an ugly place to be in. But it is also a place where a lot of men and women find themselves today. Mind you, this has nothing to do with age or economic or religious status. Insecurity affects anybody. Okay, I just took a breath. And this is where I draw the curtain on today's episode of Moments with Raquel. Pretty abrupt, I know. (laughs) Well, I hope you have enjoyed listening to me and um, you have also learned something. We will round up this topic next week, God willing, and I'll be talking about other forms of insecurity and how to deal with insecurity. Thank you so much for listening and please do like, comment, and share the links to this podcast to people in your sphere. Okay, share on your social media pages so we can grow and many more people can get the opportunity to listen to what you're listening to and benefit as you are benefiting right now. Don't also forget to follow me on social media. That's on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Muddy. That is spelled M-Z-M-O-R-D-I. Miss Muddy. The official hashtags still remain. Hashtag moments with Raquel and hashtag MWR podcast. Remember to stay safe as much as you can. This virus is still very much around. So please stay safe, guys, and enjoy your weekend. On a final note, I want to give a birthday shout out to my guy, Daniel. Today's his birthday. Okay, um, I love you so much, darling, and have yourself a fantastic year. Okay, bye, guys. Thank you.